You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Go. Welcome to the Boss Hog of Liberty podcast. This is episode number 229 of East Centurion's favorite podcast. 229. I cannot believe that. I'm Jeremiah Morrill. Today I'm joined by uh, Mason Roddinghouse is back in the building. Our big guest is going to be Joey Molinero. Zach Bertram's on the uh, on the producer's desk. But most importantly, I got my favorite co-host, Dakota Davis. Today's episode features all of us, of course, talking to Mr. Joey Molinero, being back in the building. Uh, the biggest uh, celebrity that we've had in a while, Joey. You know, we did. We thanks, uh, man. That's very we, kind. We teased some stuff that you've been working on in the Patreon portion, mm-hmm. uh, and we're n- we're not going to talk about that on the main show. We're going to leave it there. And if people want to find out what you've been up to, then they can go pay us and then get that bonus episode. Uh, but we're going to be talking to you about all kinds of things: falling in love with motorsports and launching a podcast with Mister Connor Daly. And then uh, Jeremiah wants to talk about F one banning bodyguards on the grid. I mean, this and- has been an ongoing story. We've co- Joey's covered it on his show. Mm-hmm. We've covered it on Boss Hog. It's a it's a developing story. Also, you're very concerned about the Panama Canal. I just think Christmas uh, is going to be ruined, and, and you should all know. You know, I think that we have a good plan on how to fix it, but. If you want to hear how we can fix the Panama Canal, my idea, then uh, make sure you stick around to the end, and you'll hear all about it. And uh, we have to get one more one more step up on Muncie, so we're gonna we're gonna pour salt in that Muncie wound one last time and see what terrible thing happens to Newcastle because that's what happened last <laughs> week. <laughs> Zach's la- turn your mic on, Zach. If you're gonna laugh mic's like on, that, I was off mic. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm gonna be in Newcastle this weekend, so I don't really want to know what's gonna happen. This show's about our lives in rural Indiana. You're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we'll provoke you. Other times we'll make you laugh. But hopefully you'll always learn something new. I learned today that I don't need to worry about planning Patreon. I had a whole thing lined up that we were going to talk about. And instead, I brought a box of donuts. And you got 20 minutes of high-level, great-quality donut talk in Patreon this week. Listen, man. At this point, we're 229 episodes in. The only reason that we really even make show notes anymore is because we promise them to the people who pay the bills here. You know that we could come in here with any guest. And Joey's a good guest because he talks. But you know that you and I, I could do. come in here with literally any guest in the entire We could do an world, hour. And we could do an hour. Easy. It would be like nothing. But, you know, we promise these folks well, it helps. the show notes. It helps the guests as well. And, you know, it, 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 gives, it lets them know we're a little bit professional, that we have a clue, yeah. that we have a plan. And if we get for first you know, timers, if there's things like uh, that we don't know what we're talking about, like I have no idea what any like 70% of these show notes even mean <laughs> tonight, there are links in there so I can look them up and get a little bit of a clue before the show starts. But, you know, these are link heavy this week. Yeah, they are. I tried. And if you want to peek at those, then you can join patreon.com slash boss hog of liberty. That's where you go and get the show notes ahead of time that we were just talking about. You support the show every month at a any kind of a donation level. And, uh, you know, that's how we pay the bills for the studio. That's how we pay the, uh, the light bill. It's uh, getting into winter. So there's going to be a, a big heat bill coming. Uh, we do have electric heat here, ladies and gentlemen. So, you know, I turned it pump, on in pump here. Pump those today. numbers up, you know. Uh, and I, I, I came in, I took my sweatshirt off, and I legit was sweating for a moment. I had to turn it back down. You know, today was a nice day. We've had a few pretty good days here at the at the very start of November. Uh, but 
If you sign up at $50 or more a month, then you get a shout-out at the front of every episode, and those folks are Christy Avery from all the way in Fort Wayne, who did uh, give me a compliment when no one else laughed at my joke earlier. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Jonathan Phillips, our favorite car dealer in the, these continental United States of America. Over at Andy Moore Buick GMC. And Fishers, tell them that I sent you there. And our good friend, our hero, Anthony Meyer, who's trucking. Uh, I mean, he disappointed me this man. week. In the Patreon group, he was telling me about how he there, he, he he took a picture of a Sinclair gas station sign, mm-hmm. uh, one of the, the glass like lamps. Yeah. Looked like it was in a restaurant on the divider line between the smoking section and the non-smoking <laughs> section, and, and he wouldn't steal it for me. So I'm very yeah. disappointed in Anthony yeah. this week. That's right. It would look fantastic in the studio. We love Anthony, but, uh, you know. If you're not willing to... Pr- to, to commit a, a small crime for me in Wyoming. It's minor. I mean, like Wyoming. I mean, I mean it, do they he, even have laws out there? He said that he right. thought they had bigger guns than he did. And that was, that was his defense. I, I suppose, okay. you know, That's fair. but I, you know, he, li- he's when he's driving out to Wyoming, he's living in a truck. There's not, a, you know, you got to make good use of your space. There's not a lot of gun room in that truck. So, you know, you, you do with what you can. It's understandable. He's got that cute dog that he takes around with him. Dogs are the best, man. We also have tea chip stores. Tea I don't know. Joey tried to kill two on the way here tonight. Well, <laughs> I've had a, a day full of interesting dogs. So my precious eleven uh, month old uh, chocolate lab happy. He is not so happy as Jeremiah pointed out uh, to me before the show today because he got chopped. He got uh, snip snip today. Yeah, it happens. Happy. I picked him up at four o'clock. Uh, the boy, my God, he broke my heart. Came in with the cone, and he's you know he just looks so terribly sad. So he is resting with Mama at home right now. But then, when I was on the way out here, since I seventy is crazy, I took some back roads, and it was very dark. And I'm pulling up, you know, I'm going a solid forty five fifty, and just ahead, my brights come on, and I see what looks like to either be some sheep or perhaps a small cow or two. <laughs> and so I stop, and you know, I, I'm like, holy shit, holy crap, and and. Uh, and it turns out they're just two big golden retrievers right in the middle of a country road. Uh, I don't think I was in Newcastle yet, but in the eastern part of Indiana. Were you and on the, um, 38? One of those. That sounds right. Okay. Either that or central or, yeah. And um, so so I stop and I let them go around. You know, I'm concerned a little bit, checking out to see if maybe one of their owners is with them. Didn't see anybody. They get out of the road, but then I see a car coming up behind me about a half mile down the road. I'm like, my God, I hope that they see these dogs. I hope that they're not looking down at their phone because that would be very sad uh, for one or two or yeah, uh, any of those dogs to go down the night. So I've had interesting, interesting day uh, with the doggies. But yes, my happy boy, he's recovering well. He's doing okay. Um, but that's tough, man. When, when you see your boy, he's got all this energy. He's all good. You know what I mean? And then he just gets chopped. Didn't even know. You know, you feel so bad because you're like, you don't even know it's coming. You can't be yeah. like, hey, man, you're going to get your He's balls cut off today. He's just, you're taking him there. He has no idea. He'll He's be- a puppy. So every single person that he's ever encountered has been just full of love and life and love for him. Yes. So he gets to the vet and everything's innocent. He's like, oh, I love the vet. These people, you know, sometimes I get a shot, but they always give me a treat afterwards. Exactly. Okay. Give me some cheese or yeah. some peanut butter. And, and you're like, I'm going to leave you here for the day. Happy. Yep. And he's like, that's all right. That's cool. Uh, he's like ready to guys. go. He had a not, bunch of nice ladies. You know, yeah. he's a ladies man. He They're loves to put on, on a show for the ladies, right? He's a heart. You know, we'll he's see how much of a ladies man he is now. And yeah. uh, 
Yeah. So, you know, I never had to deal with I know a few dogs I've been around, they really start getting the uh the pump and going when before they've been cut. <laughs> and he never really did that. So I'm proud of my guy. But uh yeah. yeah. All right. It matters to happy. We also do need to thank uh, Fiddler's Green, Chris Lamb, uh, for their support of the show as well. I uh, I teed Joey up there before before we had finished the uh, the the thank yous, which is a very important right. portion of this uh, of this program. And yeah. of course, the merch, uh, all the link is up there on the link tree. Zach dropped in the Facebook notes, or you can uh, jump on bossharlberry.com and pick that up there. So our guy Joey is back, and you have—I think this is the first time we've had you in studio. We had you on, uh, as a guest at Mid Ohio for just a moment in the uh, in the yeah. camper cast. Uh huh. But you have fallen in love with the world of motorsports, and it has hugged yes. you back hard. It's been, a, it's been a big six months. Big big time, yes. It is, uh, 2021 has been, uh, you know, like I just followed up, it's been the year of the dog with Happy, but and more, more, you know, even more so, it's been the year of motorsports. And I'm incredibly happy about it. Uh, I, I, I love it. It is something that I look forward to now. Um, you know, we're, NASCAR just wrapped up, and, you know, we're kind of in the offseason now fully. So, ah, we got IMSA. Well, I'm not, I'm not into, I, I, okay, so I'm not fully all the way into right. everything right. yet, you right. know what I mean? Yep. But I was watching uh, the last few NASCAR races down the, the, the chase of the championship. I watched on Sunday while we were in Pittsburgh. I made my family watch, even though there was NFL going on, but it was the Packers and Jordan Love against the Chiefs. It was a really crappy game. It was a so, uh, game. Yeah, so uh, yeah, we, we had a great time watching um Watching Kyle Larson all come around and, and, and do his thing there. But, yeah, dude, it's been the best, and I, I cannot wait until uh, February 2022, man, and get uh, both NASCAR and IndyCar out there going, ready to roll. So as as you're jonesing for more racing, I mm-hmm. will say that there are, like, three or four really big sports car races on the IMSA calendar mm-hmm. a year. I think Rossi's doing and, one. And, and that's it. Yeah. That's what this one is. So the, at, in February, they'll have the 24 hours of Daytona, mm-hmm. but they finish the year after everybody else. So it's Road Atlanta this weekend. And Rossi, Rossi's in it with Wayne Taylor Racing. Simon Pagano's in the race. Jordan Taylor, who I think you've become a little bit familiar with. Yes. The, uh, the funny guy funny on the guy. social media. Uh, you'll have uh, Mike Conway, who's an old IndyCar guy. Simon, or Simon Pagano, Elio, Jimmy is Johnson. Ah, is Elio in it? I don't yes, know if he, yeah, he's, 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 on he's still running. Okay. So Sebastian Bourdais. You've got a, a lot of guys. A lot okay. of guys that are, Ryan Hunter Ray is normally in this race as well. Very good. So you'll see a lot of IndyCar, Indy 500 starters, former Indy 500 racers. That are in in the uh, in the series. So you know what was one of my favorite ones too over the summer, and you know a lot of this really comes from you, Jeremiah. So again, props to you for being the guy that I lean on to to teach me to to show me the way. Uh, but SRX too, dude. Oh yeah, uh, the SRX. I am. I loved that. I thought it was a blast, and I, I can't wait for that one. It, that that is an awesome, awesome series. And that was nice and tidy. That was you know prime time, exactly. summertime, time, six weeks in a row. Right. Didn't take a lot of effort to know. You just jumped in. Nope. It was like the it was like that was like the seniors tour of golf. Okay. It's names you know, and it yeah, was yeah, yeah. easy in, easy out. But it was, then you it come in, great. you throw you know Chase Elliott's racing his dad, and you yep. know I mean you got you know Marco and I mean it was I loved it. It was fantastic. Yep. But you got names from people. Willie T. Ribs is in it. With, Willie T. Ribs. This yeah. year, our boy Mason over here, thanks to his Netflix documentary, became a huge Willie T. fan. Love Willie T. Loves yeah, you got Willie a few uh, cool merchandise items about Willie T. Right? For sure. There you go. Nice. So you you have started a podcast I have. with Connor Daly. You've got take a, after you guys officially six episodes in. Yes, I, I think there were some pre there were some starters, some preseason. Uh huh. But there's six uh, six big ones out there. Yep. Uh, it's Speed Street. Yeah. And you've got uh, you got a logo from the guys over at the shop. Yes. And I got my shop T-shirt on. I got my brand new breaking out Beautiful. my Alex Pillow IndyCar Champion T-shirt. Love it. 
Um, but the old uh, number ten ride. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Dario brought it to greatness. Dan Weldon was awesome in the ten car. Yes, and now, sir. Now my boy Alex is winning in it. So it's, <laughs> what a it's incredible. Yeah, dude. Uh, I mean, it, so me and Connor, you nailed it. Um, we, we we've been doing this since the summer, and really the hardest part of all of it wasn't you know coming up with how we we're going to do the show or kind of the chemistry about it or anything. It was just finding a name. <laughs> I mean, I literally like we went back and forth on easily two almost three months of what it was going to be probably at least 25 different options were thrown out on the table. Um, and then finally we just like landed on speed street because we were like, yeah, you know, you want to come on down speed street. You want to, you want to live on speed street. Like it, it encapsulates all forms of motorsports because even though Connor is an IndyCar driver and I am mostly an IndyCar fan, we do cover F1. We cover NASCAR. We talk about, you know, we talk about all sorts of that stuff. So I uh, finally landed on a name, dude. And um, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. Connor and I have been friends for a little bit, you know what I mean? So it makes it easier to be able to hop in the studio and just kind of have his personality, my personality, his experience and knowledge in IndyCar and all forms of racing. And uh, we just have a lot of fun. And Connor's got a big appreciation for the history of it as well. You guys do right. something really cool at the end of the show every week yeah. where you go back and you, find, you dig up a name <laughs> of somebody that even I, as the super fan, you know, super yeah, fan, I don't have, sure. I don't know you and Zach, this, it'd be yeah, these nice guys in the 70s and 80s. They're, they're rough. They're rough names to know. Mm-hmm. Never so heard of Stan Waddles. Right. Podcast. Yeah. And he's come up like we, he's, he's becoming a regular. Yeah, so that's what we do. It's called uh, because our first one was Ricky Treadway, and then uh, actually because of that, my step, my my father in law, he's my wife's stepdad, but um, he knew or he knows Ricky Treadway, and so uh, he told us a story about how Ricky is just his character, was, crazy party is he, guy. Was he Treadway Racing? Is that the the dad? Zach or do yeah, you, I, I think know. I believe so. Yeah, because yeah, that yeah. was Ario Leindike one. Is was his second Indy five hundred yes. was with Treadway. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, and so from that point on, we just dubbed it. You know, it's just that's his. It's a memorial Ricky Treadway Racer of the Week. <laughs> who's not dead? And uh, who's not dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoops. Um, an honor, I should say, of him. Uh, it's funnier when you say a memorial. <laughs> yeah, his career is over. It's well, we thought it was hilarious that he he was on the small claims court show. You know, like a Judge Judy type of thing. And apparently, <laughs> he Ricky had paid for his girlfriend to get a breast breast implant, and then they broke up. And then Ricky wanted, wanted the money back. back for the breast implants, and he won the case. So I mean, Connor thought that was hilarious. Wow, so we're really like, guy. oh, we got to give props to Ricky Treadway there. <laughs> yeah. So we do that at the end of every show, and we, we try to make it very, you know, listener interactive. We do question and you know, kind of Q and A each week, and then uh, other than that, we just talk about what's going on in the world of racing. So right now is a fun time for it because the off season, we just get to kind of fly around and you know talk about a whole bunch of different stuff it'd be interesting to see once you know february march come around uh, of next year and especially may you know what i mean to to see how we kind of balance covering the racing itself but then still kind of staying true to us and just kind of having fun and bsing well if people learn nothing else from the show then now they at least know that breast implants are a zero risk investment <laughs> yeah i mean it, it, that that's right 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 i mean it's a it's a win win you know I, mean, I guess it could depend on which uh, judge you get but uh yeah so I'm shout out Ricky much, Treadway i so I googled him i think that you can see the implants in question, like in the <laughs> <laughs> picture that comes up on Google, but I think it also he kind of is indicating through his websites. That if you'll he, drop that link in the Patreon, I think no, all just, of our no, listeners not, will just appreciate Google it. Google Ricky Treadway, and it shows like four pictures, and you won't miss it. Like, it's, <laughs> but he's kind of indicating that like he is Ricky Bobby. 
Yes. That Ricky Bobby is based off of him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Shannon, uh, my, my father-in-law, told me. He was like, I think that's actually what they call him is Ricky Bobby. And huh. uh, because I think he kind of just encump- in, in, encapsulates, I think I just combined two words there. Uh, but I think he, yeah, he's supposed to be everything that Ricky Bobby is, but in real life. Yep. His dad was Fred Treadway, who owned Fredway, Fred, tre, who owned Treadway Racing, and Treadway won the was really good in the early IRL era. Yeah, yeah. very yeah, cool. Yeah. He was just yeah. born in 1970, so like he's not. Really no, he's not an old guy. No, no, no he no, was. No, no, no. He's he's still. Uh, he's Elio's age, basically. Fifty one. <laughs> <laughs> it's just careers went two different directions. We were talking about him, and I was thinking. In my mind, I thought like I, I had envisioned like a seventy-six-year-old man yeah, on a uh, like Judge Duty type show arguing <laughs> over breast implants, and that was really funny to me in my head. But you know, a Ricky Bobby type fifty-one-year-old guy—that's about that's oh, yeah. that's just as funny. I think there it's, you go. That's perfect, right? And uh, I know that your show's in its infancy, but one of my favorite moments already is the Meyer Shank Bush Light story that you mm-hmm. told. That, that our, our our guy little wall wall connection here. Aaron Ewart was with all of us at uh, Mid Ohio. Oh yeah, and uh, he got uh, he got Jack Harvey to go in and pull Mike Shank out of the <laughs> out of the trailer, and uh, and he got the uh, the Bush Light can signed. Sure did. Yeah. So that's again, like I said, very listener uh, heavy towards the second half of our show. So you have the opportunity to you know chime in a question and and, and you know get get on the show. And one of the questions was which IndyCar owner you think drinks the most beer and Connor didn't really have an answer. And I said, Oh, Amelia, I was like, it's gotta be, uh, it's gotta be shank. And he was like, what are you talking about? And I said, yeah, I said, Aaron, Aaron, our buddy, he, he got the bush light can signed. And, uh, I think, and then, um, Meyer shank racing actually tweeted back at us <laughs> the picture of Elio and Mike shank and shank was holding the bush light can moments after uh, on, uh, on Elio won the 8500 yeah, on the grid on the grid uh yeah so so that was my answer easily because of that story and uh man what a, what a ballsy move by Aaron there to you know just bring the bush light can and, and put it on him and I I, I like that about uh, Shank you know having a little fun with it and, and interacting so easy answer there but uh what a story I know? tell I tell Spangle all the time he's got to listen to us we, he was uh early in May I think you were with me Zach Spangle was doing some interviews with Bob and Tom uh, first weekend, qualifying weekend. Yeah. And uh, he was going to have some time with Elio. And I'm like, you need to go talk to Elio about my- Michael Shank and Bush Light. It's a big thing. It's a thing. He's like, he thought it was crazy. Yeah. Two weeks later, you know, it, getting, it blew up. He was getting cases delivered to his house by the local Bush and, Light like, people. Pallets delivered to the shop. Yeah. When I Googled it, that was like the third. That was like the third picture. Is just the his front porch, yeah. which just cases on cases <laughs> of bush light. Yeah, yeah. I think right. somebody, somebody like snuck up, got to him, and like shoved a beer in his back pocket after the five hundred. So he had one. They're like, here you go. And like, on so, brand, man. Yeah, gotta, gotta take advantage. He just talks about he just he just like, he wants to be able to get a beer done. He wants something he could drink. Uh, he doesn't have to worry about it being too heavy. He's Hell like, yeah, I get that. That's why I've switched to the Miller Lights and stuff. Yeah. Well, you're a very Penske guy. That's a Penske sponsor, so Miller Lite is that's it's fine for you. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm hitting the hard liquor over here. Say, dang, pouring, bro. pouring the benchmark in the, uh, <laughs> the the cheapest Buffalo Trace available. That's all right. It's all speaking good. of Mid Ohio over the summer. I I had multiple mixed beverages over uh, in one of the Boss Hog of Liberty uh, Tervises that is available right there that you're drinking out of. So I actually I don't know if they're available anymore, but I had I, them when I was there, and uh, get, they were uh, fantastic. It's the it's the good stuff. There's yeah. a the dainty daisy is taking taking my orders. Wife. Yeah, my wife yeah. makes it. Oh, lovely! Yeah. 
My favorite Mid-Ohio story, I've been telling at Joey's expense all summer long. Oh, boy. And it's, it's Joey in his long, luxurious showers with the old hair and how we went through 100 gallons of water at the race. And I, I was so moderately irritated. I love you. But I was like, we've gone through so much water that I made Joey... Help me steal water from the driver's motor coach lot the last night. Yeah. I, you know, and my hair was, I had cut it at that point. <laughs> no, so, no, no, you cut no. it like the next week. You cut it the next week. Yeah. No, 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 no. I know. I, yes. So it was bad timing on that end, but it, it was a lot longer even than when it was when we were mid Ohio. Really? Remember, because I got, I got a trim. It, so it was like almost to my nipples, damn near. <laughs> and then in May, I cut it to be, just above my shoulders. Oh, okay. I so it could have been worse. Could have been worse. Could have gone through 120 gallons. Could have been of worse. And we did. <laughs> and I was uh, celebrating Joseph Newgarden's win because he finally got over the hump. And so I was very intoxicated trying to help you with these water jugs. I it was, was a memory no I'll carry with me for the rest of my life. We had people. I who somebody was talking to us about. Uh, it was the guy was, in charge of security at that point. Oh, yeah, he came over right. and he was like, "You're going to reconnect that, right?" I'm like, "Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it'll be yeah, fine. That's right." Uh, it'll yeah. be fine. I thought you were going to tell the story about how I, uh, I, I was had fallen asleep outside <laughs> in front of the uh, motorhome, and uh, a few people came by, wanted to have a beer with me, <laughs> and I was already passed out inside. <laughs> and you were like, "Joey's in no shape to do that." <laughs> that was also a good memory. <laughs> that was a fun weekend. I'm looking forward. Mid-Ohio, I look, very much looking. Forward I cannot to the next wait one. to go back. I loved loved Mid Ohio. So about about that time, you penned uh, what I called a love letter to yes. IndyCar, mm-hmm. uh, and it got so, it got a lot of run from. The, and I think that's when the when yeah. the IndyCar embraced you back, and the, the motorsports yeah. world embraced you back. Yeah. Um. How, how'd that go? How how? It was yeah. I mean, because in, in May you were still a pretty casual fan, but yeah, then yeah. by it took a month or two, and you were like, I'm in. You were all in at that. point. Yes, and that was you know a common question that I would get. You know, not only out at the track or in the the media center or, or wherever, you know, those, those two months leading up to before I wrote, it, it was just kind of like, Oh yeah. Like how, how'd you get into it? Or people online would be like, Oh, you're an IndyCar fan. Like, you know, and so I just felt like I'm going to use, you know, the Barstool sports where I can blog and, uh, again, kind of pin this longer form letter of, you know, how it happened, how I just, you know, I've grown up in Indy and then just over this last year, all of a sudden really went from being a casual fan, somebody who just was out there uh, because I had to, you know, out of necessity for my job to being somebody who wanted to be out there, who fell in love with the the atmosphere, the scene, not just the Indy 500, but the series as a whole, the drivers, everything about it. Um, and and it, yeah, I mean, I, I, I felt like, I didn't write it to get run. I, I wrote it because I just wanted people, one, out of appreciation for the sport, but two, I wanted just people to be able to have something to go to to say, oh, you know, this, I can get an explanation out of that. So the reaction that I got out of it with, you know, Doug Bowles commenting on it and, 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 you know, a few people from IMS and different drivers and everything, it really blew me away. And I, I was, you know, incredibly happy and thankful but you know that uh, i got that kind of a reaction because very easily people could have been like ah you're a new guy whatever get out of here but uh i think people i think people embraced it pretty well how do we win over a guy like dakota though that's the that's the trick how do you how do you break this where have you where what have you been to the brickyard 400 how long have you been to the indy 500 yeah why he Uh, actually refuses to go i don't refuse to go uh, who was I'm it? Cade. Maybe it was no. It was it was Chris. 
I take that back. It was Chris. He said, I'm going one time, one time only. Don't ever I ask me again. I bought tickets one year. And then, like, so we have a we have a permanent campsite at a campground in Brookville. And every year. That's your Memorial Day, Day tradition. Yeah, on Memorial Day, there's a, a golf cart poker run. And people set up, like, these big stops, like a poker run. And they serve, like, food and jello shots. And then there's a huge party and a dance at the end. So it's like, that is what, that's what I'm doing on Memorial Day every year. And I bought tickets one year and we were down there and we were going to drive to Jeremiah's house and meet him in the morning and then go. And like the more I thought about it during the day, I was like, I, I would just rather be here. Like I would rather do this thing that I enjoy a lot than wake up super early in the morning and then get drunk in the middle of the day and then feel like crap later. <laughs> I yeah. think I think maybe what we need to do then is get and now you out I have there. a toddler, so it's even more. Difficult. We got to get you out there for a family day, a practice day, or a, the GP day, something sure. like that. Maybe not the five hundred experience, but just get your toe in the water. The GP, uh, music, the, the, you go qualifying, to the, yeah, maybe yeah. even go up pole day, fun. bump day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's you, you. You saw how Zach does it with his kids, and you, you've got your kids up in the. You've had them since since they were barely walk, not even walking. Zach up there in turn oh, yeah. one. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were or out on the mounds. Take them to turn three in the grass mounds, and you let them run around while the cars go around. Well, I feel like, I feel like as a uh, a native Hoosier, you you I I totally understand and see where you're coming from uh, about having that tradition that you typically do and have done and enjoy. Uh, but I do feel like as a native Hoosier, you kind of you kind of owe it to yourself to at least. Get I feel out like there. I needed to go like one year. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, like, I see, you got at least, you know, at that point, go go into it without any preconceived resentment or build, just go into it. Be like, you know what? This is super cool. This is a historic event. This is something that happens in my home state that is, you know, a worldwide event. And then you go into it. And then if you come out and you're like, eh, I'd rather be at uh, Brooksville. That That's fine. But I think I think you at least owe it to yourself to, to get out there. Or you got to enjoy it. I'm not going to say that I don't think I would enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I really do think I would have fun. There's or, two different sides of that whole experience, though. Yeah. Try to go to one that's not the fun. You know, maybe mid-Ohio is pretty dang... It's pretty easy. Cool, pretty easy, and uh, I mean, just as much, if not more fun. I mean, I know, it's it's kind a different of, experience. It's a different you, experience, but yes. You Joey, you're a lightning rod. Be careful. I, yeah. yeah. We, we learned a lesson last week. Yeah. <laughs> or you're right. doing more chaotic and just drive down south five and a half hours to Nashville. Go to Nashville. And, and that's don't a do shit that. show. That's, <laughs> don't, that is, don't do that. Nashville is a, is a, a big party it's with a, big a race. Event, <laughs> but it is, not, it, it is not the relaxed atmosphere of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway or Mid Ohio. I, I, I would say, yeah, I, I would say go to Mid Ohio. I, I really Nashville would. is always just a big party. It is. Right. It is. That's yeah. just that city. But Indy, it's like you got two experiences. It's either you you enjoy why you are there, which I'm in to now. My first time I went, I was like, eh, I just want to really get like shit faced. <laughs> True. And I think a you lot met, of people like that around that age are you like, met Quinn Nelson at you met our Quinn Nelson. Watch Victor Oladipo walk around, you know? <laughs> so it it's like So my first experience was like, yeah, I'm gonna go party it. Leave it. 3.30 in the morning and go wait in line, go start drinking at 9 a.m. And then now it's like, I kind of just want to sit and watch the race. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I just want to sit. You've you know, seen both sides. A couple but... beers. So. And you can get cool hats like this one that I'm currently wearing at Mid-Ohio. 
bought this. You uh, got your Mario Andretti. Mario uh, Andretti. Is yeah, that his yeah. uh, Arrivederci tour? Arrivederci tour. Nineteen ninety four. Man, yep. that's a sweet hat. It is. Thank you. And I got it at Mid Ohio. Gonna have to get that signed. Yeah, I hope. You, you you definitely need to get that signed. But then I don't know. See, and then I'm like, Man, you won't I lo- well, yeah, I'd love this hat. And I'd love to wear it. And so I'd be like, ah, I'd feel bad, you know, but we'll see. We'll pop a Mario. We've got some mid Ohio merch over there on the, on the shelf. I think somewhere is our, so, our willpower uh, winning visor signed by will to BHOL. So you've talked about oh, IMS. You've talked about mid Ohio. You've yeah. talked about Nashville. Now, what is the NASCAR race that you've been to? Yeah, so my wife and I went to uh, the Roval down there in Charlotte, and uh, I had a blast. Uh, it was it was great. It was not, um, you know, we we were there through NASCAR, so they kind of you know hooked us up in a bougie sense to where like we we weren't you know in the infield or having your traditional kind of typical NASCAR experience. You were hanging out with James Bond. I, hanging out is a very loose term. We were. <laughs> We were, well, I guess we were literally like hanging around him. You know, he was about from me to Mason or me to Zach a handful of occasions. But which, which James Bond? Daniel Craig. How Ooh, many people what? were in between you and Daniel Craig? Oh, that's the thing. Is <laughs> I, heard, I, heard, I heard he had like an entourage. Oh, he had an entire team of security and entourage, you know. Um, but everybody that I talked to who talked to him, you know, like the employees at the track and like Corey LaJoy and a few people, they were like, hey, he was super great guy. You know, he was really, really nice, uh, which is cool. But the Robo was sweet. I mean, a lot of people there are very prideful about the Charlotte Motor Speedway. They love their so Oval. It's a historic. They love their the 60s. Oval. Absolutely. But, you know, they would, you know, oh, well, how's this? How's this pit up against Indy? You know, how's this good time? So I'm like, look, it's not I'm not saying anything against IMS. Right. Like you guys do a great job here. This is a super, super cool. Uh, environment i appreciate it but like you're not going to get me to go on record and be like oh yeah this is better than indianapolis motor speedway like it's just not going to happen uh but it was all i mean the race was the race was uh interesting there was some drama you had chase elliott and denny hamlin kind of going back and forth and uh got to see sage Karam race and like the, the xfinity series so that was great and uh you know he had free food the whole time while doing it so can't, uh, can't complain about I'm that. A big, I'm a big Corey LaJoy fan as well. He's I, a great, I, when, great guy. When the IndyCars and NASCARs were, were together for the weekend in August. Uh-huh. Is it August? Exactly. Yes. I yes. Yes, it was. Joey was there. I saw, I saw Joey and I yeah, ran into each uh, other yeah. in the hotter-than-the-sun oh, IndyCar paddock. And Joey, <laughs> Joey had the one little bit of shade underneath yeah. one of the video boards. I was like, dude, you're smart standing right here. <laughs> I kind of, It was smoking that weekend, yeah. But uh, uh, Corey. But Corey yeah, I, I ran across guy. Corey there, stopped. He was just walking like a regular guy in a, an hour before cup practice. I'm like, I got to get a picture. I was a fan of his dad's. His dad was a – it was – not the most popular Bush Series driver, the Xfinity driver back. Yeah, in the day. okay. Uh, but he's he's a hardworking guy. They've made the seats. His family makes the racing seats that most of those guys sit in. Oh, okay. they all run in a LaJoy racing seat. Very nice. And uh, and I think as at least as of a year ago, Corey was still working in the factory during the week. And on the weekends, he was doing the Spire Look Cup thing, like running the Cup Series. Love it. But he's a you know. He's as much of a guy as anybody else. So he, yeah, he's ragged to riches kind of deal. Super good dude. Uh, got to, to chat with him. That's up on my YouTube channel. You can check that out. Really fun conversation with Corey. And yeah, he's just a, a down to earth, super, you know, you got That's one thing that helped me fall in love with all of it as well is just every, every driver that I've come across, you know, I know there's a few out there that are yeah. probably just 
assholes. You right? haven't interviewed Santino Ferrucci yet. <laughs> right. But uh, nor do I want to. But, um, <laughs> you know, uh, not after this week's episode of. Uh, <laughs> but uh, everybody I've come across, they're just so, you know, down to earth and cool and, and down to have a good time. And a lot of different avenues where I've interviewed people, whether it be, you know, I've been really lucky to talk to NFL players and NBA guys and, you know, just these different athletes. And a lot of times they just be kind of like talking to a brick wall. You know, there's not a lot there. You got to kind of pull teeth. All the drivers are just yeah. Let's you know let's let's do this segment. Let's do this bit. Let's eat donuts. Let's have fun. And um, it, it, I just I just love them. I think that's the culture of motorsports in general. Yeah, is that they're all representing a brand. They're all trying to connect, and they realize that the media is the connection to the fans. That's mm. that's the way it happens. Yeah, it's been great. And then like that night at Roval, I was uh, Cole Swindell, a good buddy of mine. He was parked there in the middle of his the end of his tour, and uh, we went out to his bus. And uh, Martin Truex was out there, and Ryan Blaney, and talked with Chase Elliott for a little bit, and uh, just just super down to earth guys, just wanting to have a beer and you know watch a little football and just hang with the boys, you know. So can't ask for much more than that. Oh, I think we owe money, Zach. Speaking of uh, Martin Truex Jr. and Denny Hamlin, we had a bet last week. Who was the big winner? Oh, I don't remember. I got to find my notes. You my looked notes it up. We, we're going to give you that assignment. We had a we had a bet on the show, mm-hmm. and I think I think Dakota might have won. Son of a bitch. He doesn't remember. It. We won't. We, 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 <laughs> don't even know motorsports. And he's Dakota, you owe each of us fifteen bucks. I, I only know that I picked the one name on the list of drivers that I recognize. I think I think you won with Kyle Larson. I'm ninety percent yeah. sure. Old Lurkin Larson, man, that guy's yeah. always ready to strike. Yeah. He's always coming about. COVID has been unique for him. It has. So the last IndyCar thing I wanted to get into with you, real quick, uh-huh. is it my the the T-shirt I'm wearing, Alex Plo, the IndyCar champion. Yeah. You got to do the media tour, the next, uh, the big, the big coming back to IMS deal with Alex, mm-hmm. and he's he got famous for saying that he eats fried chicken after he wins a race. Dakota's like, yes, he won. He he figured this out. Nice. <laughs> you, you and Alex and uh, uh, I guess a film crew from IMS, mm-hmm. they rented the chicken limo, yeah, and you got to take some laps at the speedway. We did. It was uh, super. It was an honor to be asked to to go ride around with them, and so I spent the afternoon with him and his lovely girlfriend, and and a few people from his team, a few people from the IMS team, and uh, you know chatted with them in the chicken limo from Ganassi headquarters down to the speedway, get to the speedway, get below taking that thing around the oval. He did a few uh, laps on the road course as well. Um, is, he, is he going 100? How fast is he going? I, uh, I forget. Because it's fast. like an old Lincoln. It's, yeah. not, it's not pristine new looking. I think like 55. <laughs> How's the chicken limo 60. handle on the road course? It was interesting. I was definitely getting car sick uh, in the back seat. <laughs> I don't handle being in the back seat, so I'm in the very back of a chicken limo. And by the way, their air conditioning was broke, and then you're, oh. you know, whipping it around. Uh, <laughs> I was more than ready to get out and more than ready to go to the Eagle to have some. I'm going to be honest. If you had chicken. thrown up, that would have been great content. I know. I was. They you would know, have. They would have definitely used that. I was debating it, you know, because <laughs> content is king, and it always comes first. Um, but and then, then like, I, yeah, Joey owes five hundred bucks for cleaning out the back of the chicken limo. Right. And I just, I don't know. I, I didn't want to feel like crap all day after puking and whatnot. So, uh, but yeah, then we went to the Eagle. We had a great conversation over some fried chicken, and uh, they did. They chopped up like a little three minute video. I wish they would have done more. I, I reached out to them. I was like, we easily could have gotten like a twenty to twenty five minute episode out of that, just from all the conversation that we had. Uh, so still waiting to hear back IMS, but, uh, Alex is great, man. He's, uh, he's such a nice guy. You know, he's, he's like a kid. 
Yeah. Right. I he's, mean, he's the happiest IndyCar driver I've ever met. Yeah. He's uh, just, even and, after that nonsense with the, uh, with Renus in St. Louis, he didn't even say a bad thing about him. It's crazy. He should have. Yeah. I mean, just <laughs> I a classic, like it would, wouldn't say, wouldn't say shit if his mouth was full of it. I mean, that, that yep. nothing describes him better than that. Yep. But yep. It, it was just like surreal. You were dry. I mean, you're riding around IMS, one to be riding around IMS, but then when you look and you realize you have a giant chicken clucking on the top of the, you <laughs> while you're doing that is, uh, you know, I had to wonder if they had to make sure that Mr. Pinsky didn't see that, but, uh, it was hell of a time. Yeah. The moral family has become big fans of, uh, of Mr. You Alex guys Cole. have, man. That's your guy. We, we, we embraced him early before, yeah, before he did. was anybody. We yeah. were, we got in like at the, uh, you know, like lifelong Alec Polo fans. Now it's like the Steelers with you. You're, you know, you're, you're in no matter what high, low, there's not been a lot of lows as a Steelers fan, No, but, but you know, even if, even on the seven and nine years, you're, you're still there and you're representing. Well, we haven't been seven and nine. We haven't been less than 500 since 2003. So really correct. Well, that's why my Tomlin's never been fired. Tomlin there is coming to an end though. You think 15 years, (laughs) the last two were there for 15 years. It's coming to the end. Well, We'll see. Perhaps. Yeah. Bill Belichick's been in New England since 2000. So uh, it's a, that they, it's gonna be a, a long time. Long Patriot. Pretty, pretty he wild. has to leave. They won't send him away. Well, yeah. So it's, I, uh, I like it. I, I'm, I'm happy that you guys are pillow folks. You know, I, I, I still haven't locked down my driver per se. I don't really want to. I don't think you have to. One. Yeah. And honestly, we we're big fans of Alex, but there's very few that you're like, Oh no, not that guy. I, I somebody will ask who's your favorite driver. And it's always, I love a good storyline. I yeah. want to see. I want to see teams win that don't normally win, mm-hmm. and and you want to see really good racing. So there's, exactly. always, there's been one person I just never really liked, and now I don't really have to worry about him. But it was definitely Oliver Askew. It's not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Anything happened, or you just no, just no. really did not like him. That's all right. Nothing big. I mean, I mean, I'm going to be honest. That's the way Zach feels about Charlie Kimball. So who? <laughs> yeah, so. see you got askew you got kimball i got ferrucci yeah we it's, all got our guests everybody's got somebody they're like what the hell yeah. I, uh, that's all right but but that's the thing is like you know like you said jeremiah it's like as long as it's just a fairly clean competitive entertaining race you want it to you be just fun, to, right? You want you want to see. I want know, a bunch the, of yellow. I want a bunch of you know. You, you want to see some David versus Goliath when and, and people will talk about it, and it's I know it's way before your time, but Roger Penske's team missing the Indy Five Hundred was the story of a twenty year period. Well, now knowing what he, I know, I can believe it. You know, I mean, yeah. it's like I know his other guys were in there, but like Will Power was, he had to go on bump day. This yeah, he year, he barely made know? it in, and so that, I remember that being big. So. And, and the closest thing to that in this current era of the uh, the DW12 IR18 or whatever the hell you want to call it was Hunkos knocking out McLaren. Yes, right? when they came in with Fernando Alonso. Yep. Uh, and those are the kinds of stories that propel the propel the series forward. And so. bringing that full circle, the driver of that Hunkos car was Kyle Kaiser. Kyle Kaiser was the driver of me and the two seater that I did uh, and the day before the 500. So there you go. Sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and to go even more full circle in Nashville, you came this close to getting to run. 
Yeah, but it yeah. Uh, God, it was a failure, and that was the day it. Mario crashed the car. Day Mar- <laughs> Mario crashed it later that night, but or, I, allegedly, what somebody crashed one. I don't know if there, there's been rumors out there. Maybe it wasn't Mario. Yeah, but about eight minutes before I was supposed to get in line, I was yacking projectile <laughs> in the uh, <laughs> in the porta potty. Uh, I had to run away from a conversation with Connor Daly and Beth Bowles, so I didn't puke in their face. <laughs> but Nashville, so it was kind of good that I didn't. That wouldn't have happened at Mid Ohio. Well, no. it, it might have happened Sunday night at Mid Ohio, right? But that was just a, 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 you know, that's the Dakota. Don't go to Nashville if you want to have just a, a chill weekend. Eh. You would never go to Nashville. That's the only weekend, weekend I didn't. For, I've been like, to Nashville. I'm just going to hang out. <laughs> it's the only weekend you've been in Nashville not puked. Yep. Well, you're grow- you're maturing. Hey, I know that's good. good. I'm proud yeah, of you. Good Mason. for you. I'm working we, on. It. I mean, that was like the bender of benders. I was. Hey, you were on one. <laughs> you, that. You did. I mean, it was Thursday night, we were tin roofing it. All we, we did tin roof twice in a weekend. Yeah, our our favorite uh, uh, producer on the West Coast, uh, Thim Durham. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yep, Thim, our new buddy, your new buddy Jake, yep. my old buddy Jake, Jake, Jake Rose, Rose was there of Espen. Uh huh. I'm a big uh, fan of Jake. I've, yeah. I talk to Jake all the time. I enjoy. I really Good. enjoy. He's, Jake. he's a great guy. Yeah, but uh, oh my god, yeah. I mean, we went straight from the serious XM event with off track to. The tin roof. To, I mean, it was crazy. Going bounced around. Got White Castle later that night somehow. Yeah. <laughs> what a night. What a weekend. <laughs> it's, uh, it's definitely fun. We'll see if I can get off the carpet and make it back down there again next year. Mm. So speaking of that, the, the red carpet was rolled out for you by the Steelers. And you had your first NFL suite experience this, week, yeah, this weekend. I did. Yeah. So On Monday I, night football. It, that that has been really surreal over the last uh, couple of years. Um, I mean, I've been a pittsburgh steelers fan my whole life it's it's like a religion in my family it's a very big deal uh like i have a tattoo um for the steelers all six of their super bowl titles on my left forearm um and so just you know now i'm i'm good buddies with uh, quite a few of the players and the people inside the organization i have relationships with and then you know now i get asked to like be in different promotional videos for them and stuff like that. And then, I mean, so it's, it's really, really is a, a surreal thing to be able to gonna have to get the private jet Pittsburgh <laughs> going for you to, uh, to be able to go to them and be like, Hey, you know, if I get two tickets to Monday night game, they're like, Oh, absolutely. And they set my parents up with seats at the 50 yard line in the club level. I mean, for my dad, like, you know, that's, it's the best thing I've ever done, done, done for him. You know what I mean? So it, it's just, yeah, I mean, I can't say enough about the Steelers. Like, it's just obviously a very historic, very well-run franchise, a lot of tradition, and and uh, they treat us well, man. So I, I, I don't really have a whole lot to, bad to say. And, yes, they've won four straight games. So, I, you know, right now is not a great time to be talking bad about them because they've been looking good. But, uh, well, yeah. our boy Chase Payton was – he was privately messaging me going, when the Bears beat the hell out of the Steelers, we're going to have so much fun. <laughs> and then the refs put on black and yellow jerseys last weekend, and it didn't. The, well, the did third you see, quarter was rough for the for the Bears. Did you see, I mean, did you see what Cassius Marsh did? I, I thought it was a disgusting act. I, I, I thought it was very, very abhorrent that he would have that kind of behavior on a field. I mean, there's kids watching, for God's <laughs> sakes. Like, <laughs> what are we doing, guys? So. <laughs> You could talk all you want, but that was just absolutely disgusting behavior. The quarter, the uh, <laughs> there were there was one drive where the Bears had I think two late hits on uh, on their quarterback, and then there was some fifteen yard penalty on a uh, on a on a chop block that the guy never even contacted the dude. Yeah, and I'm in it, and I'm a Colts fan. Whatever, I don't care. But I was I was it was it was painful. I'm a fan of the four and five Colts. <sighs> 
Yeah. You're a season ticket holder. I, <laughs> I'm a stock all holder. I know is that the AFC is going to have like 12 teams that are within a game of each other at the end yep. of the year. And who the hell knows how any of it's going to shake out. NFL smiling big time. Yeah. That's exactly Everybody, what they want. Every single market thinks they're in it until the end. Yep. So it's good. It's good for them. And yeah. Truthfully, most Except for Cleveland because they're back in last place where they belong. <laughs> so, yeah. You got the Jags. You're out of contention. You've got. The Jets out of contention. The Jags, Dolphins, Jets, and I think that's it. And the Titans, we don't know if they're going to be good or not. And then uh, somehow, inexplicably, the Ra- the Raiders are hanging still kind of in there with yeah, with, a, with, a, in there. with so, a guy that's going to do jail time that's gone and a coach that had to quit and, and a scandal that came through. Well, did you see their most recent? The their one of their other first round picks from last year oh. was on Instagram Live with a looked like a Tommy gun that was just yeah. threatening to kill a bunch of MFs and uh, so they cut him. Yeah, they cut him. <laughs> that doesn't fly over well there's with the employer. One, there's only one person from last year's draft that um, is playing for them now. Mike Mayock is going to be back on I television wanted, soon. I saw that. <laughs> but they're winning, so who the hell knows? Whatever. Right. Yeah. I, and I, I guess you can't uh, can't say too much. But we talked about the Raiders last week on the on the show as well. Dakota, are you ready to talk about some F one? Sure. I did see this story. I thought it was interesting. The uh, it, we'll just read the quote that you put in the show notes. A Formula One source confirmed to uh, is it Reuters? Reuters. Are you sure? Is it really Reuters? I think it's been Reuters my whole life. No but shit. But you lived in New York. We ha- we've had these kind of the land of culture. But this New York isn't the kind of New York thing. <laughs> I've been there. He's, he's from the north of these. He's of in the these north United country. States. I will anyway. say that broadcasting expert Rush Limbaugh, throughout his entire career, said Reuters. But you can tell me whatever you want to say. I've never, I'm going to go with a Rush. I've, that is just how's spelled. It spelled? How's yeah. it spelled? Reuters? R E U T E R S. If you're in the That's chat, Reuter. if you're in That's the chat, Reuters. let us know if it's Reuters. I think it's I Reuters. believe it's Don't Reuters, but it's Jeremiah. spelled. I mean, that is it's Reuters. Zach, do you have an yeah. opinion? I've always heard it as Reuters. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> it's Reuters. Yeah, it's got destroyed. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if I looked it up online, anyway, it's the the pronunciation is R O Y T R Z. Yep. Huh? You well, freaking New Yorkers. My friend, her last name is that. So. Back to Dakota, because it's a name. Bodyguards will no longer be allowed to due to space limitations and COVID nineteen restrictions, but also said celebrities would not be obliged to give interviews. Brundle told his viewers on Sunday that new rules had been introduced and referred to (laughs) a Brundle clause as the Brundle clause. (laughs) And this is something that we talked about. What was that? A couple weeks ago now? Yeah, this has been Joey's covered it on Speed Street. You, you and I and Zach have been talking about this story. This is all going back to the F1 race in Austin, Texas. And Martin Brundle has he's talking to celebrities. Apparently, this is the, the grid walk that he's done for quite some time. Robin, the late Robin Miller used to do it in IndyCar and mm-hmm. the same thing. And you go down the line and you talk to people and you get a quick quote. And he found uh, <laughs> he found Megan. Uh, Meg the Stallion. Meg the Stallion. The East, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Meg and the he, he put a quarter in the jukebox and said, can you rap for me? Mm-hmm. Which was hilarious. Yep. But her, her posse said, get the hell out of here, old man. Who are you? And now F one has said, "Nope, you, you don't get you don't get bodyguards anymore." Well, it, the best part was the, uh, yeah. Well, one, her security guard guy did not look like a security. You, know, you think like a security guard dude is going to be like six five, ripped, like just looks like the meanest dude. This guy was like probably shorter than me, had red hair, was British, 
And it was like, <laughs> it's the best the Brits had. And he, yeah, he, I, I believe what he said. He's like, yeah, you can't do that. And Brundle was just like, well, I can because I did. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just did. <laughs> and that was it. Like such a mic drop moment. At first, whenever I saw like the little bullet point that Jeremiah put in the in the show notes where it just said F1 band bodyguards, I'm like, I was thinking that there were drivers that had bodyguards. Oh, they do. And they were taking them away. They do? Like, bodyguards are pretty, or bodyguards, the drivers are all pretty jacked guys anyway. Oh, but they're tiny. They are small. They they're, want they're, distance. They're, they don't they're, want, F1 is the most exclusive, and Joey and I have had, I have had this conversation about yeah. how open the IndyCar paddock is, yep. and how you can go up to Joseph Newgarden and talk to him, but there's no way in hell you're getting close to Aaron Rodgers. It's just as bad in F1. Really? Because yeah. I, I started, uh, I, I, I haven't told you yet, but I started Drive to Survive finally. Yep. Like three episodes in. And I, I mean, it looked like... You'll you see know, some familiar faces. It looked like Daniel Ricardo. You know, he was like, people were getting up to him. And now is it just kind of like at the at the leisure of the driver? Like if Daniel Ricardo wants yeah, to be you, more of a You'll sociable... never get to him on race weekend. Okay. All right. But a lot of... The, but before Drive to Survive is probably going to kill this. But a lot of those guys would come to the U.S. to get away. Because they can't go to London or Belgium or or the south of France and and be a regular guy. Ah, yeah. because they're so okay. But they could go to LA, they could go to Miami and they blend in. Michael Schumacher yeah. would get a Harley and ride across the country. Interesting. Around the United I've always, States. Interesting. I've always thought it's right, super right. interesting what other sports like different countries find interesting. Like like this world of a uh, strongman, like world's strongest man, is like a huge deal in Great Britain. Like Eddie Hall, who's really? the 2017 World's Strongest Man. I was watching a, a documentary about Strongman, and like no one here follows Strongman at all. But like Eddie Hall, 2017 World's Strongest Man, he's walking down the street, and it was the documentary was filmed in 2019. He's walking down the street, and like people were just like, it, it's like there, it's yeah. like if we saw Peyton Manning walking through Newcastle, <laughs> and, and it's like, really. <laughs> Excellent job, Dakota or Mason. You get a yeah. you get a high five. Congratulations! That, that you win today. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf walk, randomly walked around Newcastle one day. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. chased him into a garden, uh, the <laughs> shitty garden in down by Walmart, and he hid in there. When? When? Okay. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is years. During, ago. This is like this four is like years ago. Five multiple years ago. stories. This is like two thousand fifteen. Right? Yeah. So post breakdown. Pre-breakdown? Mid-breakdown. Explain why is it Newcastle? No offense, guys. This is right after the Vine. Like, what is it? Just do it. Okay, so it's the middle of that. It's just right after that. Wow. Everyone's like on Facebook, Shia LaBeouf's walking through Newcastle. We're like, hell no, he's not. We just saw Shia LaBeouf. We just saw, He just left Steak and Shit. And we're like, people are pinpointing this dude. Oh, he just left this heading. Northbound on it's the most all sudden, three. All sudden it's, it's the, the OJ chase. The most efficient our Facebook groups have ever been in the history of the community. So they were saying his car broke down on seventy. He's waiting on him to come pick it up. He said he started walking. And there's also this thing that he's doing like this cross country like walk. But I think it all intertwined. His car did break down on his way to his next destination on this cross country, whatever. But and he thought I'll just Newcastle, walk Indiana. Town. Yeah, stopped in at Cafe Royale. Um, over by Castle Point at the church right there behind the first church gone. My I mean, goodness. I mean, our, our list of celebrities that this yep. town gets is basically uh, Shia LaBeouf. Can't that's Rupert, who's battling cancer, by the way. Oh, uh, is he really? Yeah, throat cancer. 
and, and Joey, Joey Molinero. So I mean, that's that's the top three. Wow, Shia LaBeouf, man. It's too bad Kim Benson. Okay, yeah, I said Kim Benson. <laughs> yeah, I, too I, bad I've he didn't seeing... run into the turkey. Kim Benson's famous the well, turkey. Uh, the was, Newcastle turkey. We had, a, we had a famous turkey for a while. We we kind of did a thing on the internet a few years ago. We had, we had a turkey. You, my you, God, you guys really is this really is Parks and Recreation? Oh my God, yes. It is. This, yeah. this is this, hold this, up. This is a little Sebastian. I, I've got to say this now. I've come into um, connections with somebody through uh, concerts, and this girl's uncle is Nick Offerman. <laughs> what? Yes. Give Wait, me like Ron, R- oh, Ron, like Ron Swanson. Swanson. Oh, wow. Her uncle is Nick Offerman. I love Nick Offerman. That's hilarious. Like, I was He's sitting and just yeah. watching. Well, the, yeah, so Nick I get, I get thrown into like, this group with a bunch of people I know through Luke Combs, go to shows, I go to shows, whatever. We're talking, we're talking, and then out of nowhere, this girl goes, yeah, my uncle's famous, and we're kind of like, ah, we don't, yeah. we don't really care. Like that's not something <laughs> you really flaunt. Yeah. And she goes, you know, Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. I said, don't tell me Nick Offerman is your uncle. She goes, how do you know his name? I'm like, you just said he's famous. Obviously, yeah, I'm gonna know his famous. name. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, your uncle's Nick Offerman. That's so cool. And she's like, yeah, he's that's my mom's brother. I'm like. Nick Offerman, diehard Chicago Cubs fan. We're friends now. We used to have the Swanson Pyramid of Greatness hanging in the studio. It's not anymore. I have it on a t-shirt. So we're friends. Very very deep. It's framed still. It's in the back of my truck. It's just never been hung. (laughs) It's in the back of your truck. It's like underneath the seat, underneath my like jumper cables and tow traps. He doesn't carry the Bible. He doesn't carry a first aid kit. But he does have the Ron Swanson (laughs) Swanson Pyramid of Pyramid. What meme I don't ever going back to your meme talk, Dakota. What meme I don't ever get tired of seeing every year uh, on Facebook around Fourth of July time is old Ron Swanson when they're over in London from that episode and he's like <laughs> history began on July 4th 1776 <laughs> everything else was a mistake that's great that's yeah. phenomenal he's so good <laughs> he Jeremiah you're so stressed about the Panama Canal and uh, you were sent you sent like eight <laughs> messages yeah. in a row in the group chat you I sent was, like three I was, pictures I was in breaking news story you man I was researching I had, shots. I had was... the thing I figured it out before anybody else Christmas is in trouble, and I you need to know. Yeah, and guess I, what? I the found, solution's I real simple. Story. Just dig it wider. <laughs> they just did. They literally just, just dig more. Did they add a foot on each side. <laughs> they, they, Panama Max is like a hundred is like uh, three hundred feet longer than it used to be. Just and like blow up that part of Panama and let it all happen. <laughs> so the this isn't going to be a problem once the global warming speeds up a little and bit, and then more. they're all going to be floating right over Central America becomes another. <laughs> <big problem>. Yeah. <laughs> Won't have any of these issues. So earlier this summer, there was a ship that got stuck in the uh, Suez Canal. Very big meme, and it was a big problem. Big trouble meme. in the big, Suez. It was very ugly. The evergreen, uh, <laughs> the, the, the the ever given, evergreen, whatever was a problem, and we've had trouble getting stuff delivered for months, for uh, nearly years now. Out of China, the ports yeah. are full. Everything's it's, screwed it's up. Gridlock. China. There's everybody's. It's like the highways are just clogged up. Mm-hmm. And I, it didn't occur to me, but the Panama Canal is 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 like the North Split in Indianapolis. <laughs> Everything goes through there, and it's caused a mess. So there was a, a cruise. I w- the way I got tipped onto the story is that just before COVID happened, Sarah and I took a cruise on the Norwegian Encore. It's been up in the uh, it's it's been doing these sailings out of Seattle up to Alaska, and now it's the winter time. So they take the ships and they bring them back around through to, to the Caribbean, and they do the Caribbean in the winter. So they were supposed to be. It was supposed to make the big switch over. They loaded up a bunch of passengers in Los Angeles, and they're making a Panama Canal journey coming across. 
and they were supposed to get to Miami this weekend and new people are supposed to do their trip this week. So on Wednesday, they got to the Panama Canal and the Panama Canal said, uh, we're full. We can't get you through. <laughs> Octopus so, out front should have told you. So I, I'm like, oh my God. So so uh, Norwegian sends a message out and 4,000 people had their vacation canceled on three days notice saying that you, you don't get to go. Don't bother coming to Miami. Yeah, there were three thousand people money on back. that boat calling their bosses. And there's people that are on the, that are that are not getting off the ship for days that should have been. And I looked, and if you look at my Facebook page, I I, I did a little bit of research, and I there's a picture of the Panama Canal, and then all of the ships around it, and it's just like it's, it doesn't it, look good. Traffic is <laughs> jammed. Nobody yeah. can go anywhere. There's like one or two cruise ships, but then there's just hundreds of dots that are all of these freighters. Looks like you got chicken pox that are trying Bad. to go through. And then there's a bridge camera that I that is there from the Encore, and it's just as far as the eye can see, it's just ships sitting. All full of containers of crap, and it's the reason why I figured out that I can't buy a cheap TV anymore because mm. they're all sitting in the Panama Canal. Damn! You tried to buy shrimp recently? No, I went to buy shrimp the, today for my lunch, and the price was outrageous. Just buy the canned shrimp; it's like a dollar. I was just for now, buying regular freaking frozen shrimp, dude. Like I'm not buying fresh shrimp. I think I bought I some, a, frozen, a, a, some frozen shrimp. It was like yeah, thirteen bucks for a bag, which I probably used to be about seven. Yes, I it's guess. like double the price. It's insane. You know, I, t- I buy shrimps on two occasions. One bang um, bang shrimp done. Olive Garden, and that's it. just one price. On your and fancy dinner. Two, yeah, very. When that's high end for my ass. <laughs> and um, when it's bang bang shrimp night at the Potter household. And I always bring about four pounds too much. It's, it's we're, we can maybe eat two pounds. I bring like six. But what was weird is that the little tiny salad shrimps, the baby they, shrimps, the baby dollar shrimps, in a can, they were super cheap still. So I'm like, how long have these been in the freezer? Like no one's buying salad shrimpies, so they were just like, I guess we don't need to mark these up. You could eat a whole bag of those. Yeah, so I bought the gigantic bag of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it is going to be interesting, though. You know, I think that now we're getting to the point where we're coming full circle as society. Everybody's got to get off their ass and go do the shopping for Christmas and not sit there and do Cyber Monday, you know, and rely on the internet to bring it to them. You got to do it old school, man. You got to go out there. You got to bump some elbows on Black Friday. This might well right? if the stuff's in the store at yeah, all. I, was say, I saw Walmart's Black Friday ad, and it's not impressive. It's not mm. even worth getting off your ass. That's where I was well. like, all right. So here, here's where this this line of thinking came from. My, uh, we're big campers. We did like 50 nights in the camper this year. The last weekend, mm-hmm. TV's broken. The big TV in the in the living room and the camper is broken. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I got a reason to go Black Friday shopping. I'm yeah. going to go get myself one of those seventy nine dollar thirty two inch TVs. It's going to be perfect. I look on in the ads and and there is no seventy nine dollar TV and they're one hundred fifty. It's like one hundred and fifty right to two hundred dollars for a thirty two inch. And I'm like, holy crap! This is this is this is affecting me now. Now I'm pissed, <laughs> you know, and that's that's driven my content for the last week. You know what? How much I paid for Kevin Louie's thirty two inch? That's a normal price. I think it was eighty nine dollars. Wasn't I have a TV in here? It's just. Yeah, that's worth hundreds. Eighty nine bucks. I have a sixty four dollar TV in my camper. Like our second TV in our camper. Is How many TVs have you had in your living room, Zach? We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeremiah, tell me about. Uh, 
Mayor Dennis Tyler. All right. Yep. We're so uh, worried about Muncie, even though no no one cares about Muncie. They're doing their own thing. Man. We did a whole episode about Muncie. Is this a rivalry? Of, is, it, is it a rivalry? Uh, it was annex. annex. I don't even want to hear about Muncie. <laughs> we discussed a little bit on Muncie about how like Muncie had some crazy stuff going on. Like They just had their multiple people being indicted. They had a government official just ended up dead in his pond in the middle of town. And then people you, in a freezer. People, yeah. Then, yeah. Some guy got battered in a fish restaurant. Cause that's where you're going to take city fish <laughs> and chicken. <laughs> and, and then, and then the next week, Newcastle's like, hold my beer. And <laughs> <laughs> it went terribly wrong. Yeah. Martin Shields got arrested for dealing meth. It was a whole thing. Um, the County attorney. County attorney. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I thought, you know what? We're going to pour salt in the wound. Uh, the, the sentencing happened this week. Former state representative and uh, former Muncie mayor, Denny Tyler, has uh, has been sentenced. Uh, he was he had the, the ultimate attorney uh, in Indiana defense. Jim Voiles was his guy, and he's still going to do a year in jail. So if he didn't have Jim Voiles, he'd probably sit there for 20 for, years. For what? What did he do? He took a bribe. Ah. 5000 bucks to uh, to make sure things got done. City sanitation and, and, and uh, the cons- construction stuff. That seems like it's a good thing, right? Just slap a bracelet or an anklet on him, and that's what Voyles wanted. Road. That's what Voyles wanted. He's, I mean, if he's trying cush, to be productive and get stuff going. What's what, what do you mean? You got to do a year for that? Is the tip of the spear? Listen, man. the money had, went right back into the you know the. Oh, was it? Were they so. trying to put him in there so he didn't go digging for more? Is that the kind of thing? Or were, uh, he said his 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 number two is doing five years. So there's there or maybe two he did years. the dog yeah. and then another Shit. guy the one of the other guys is the one that with the pond incident that we were just his city his, his uh, street commissioner they found him dead in his uh, in, oh, in, in his in his lake like a, a month ago but that was no foul play they said that that was fine so I don't said know. he was feeding the fish no and fell in there play. yeah, fell yeah. In. I don't know. It's a so. Why was fall in the edge of a pond uh, and you're like, guess I'm dead? Yeah. Why was there a pile <laughs> yeah. of apple seeds on the kitchen table? Maybe that was insensitive, but it's just if you're going out there and feeding your fish and you like slip and fall and you, you fall face first, like you're going in the water. Can't you just I don't know. Stand well, I do say swim. like my mom was always she never wanted me to go in there because she said there was like you know you could get locked up, you know you could get caught down in like the seaweed stuff, and then you could maybe you, you know. got stuck in the mud. Yeah, the yeah, Muncie yeah. nest monster got him. <laughs> All right, we need to do some final thoughts and wrap uh, wrap this thing up. We're starting to run a little long. Dakota's getting cranky. We're six hours past his bedtime with daylight saving time. My boy, Zach, we got any final thoughts? Anything to promote? Well, it is Veterans Day, and so we need to thank Chris Staten for his service because <laughs> we know he loves, he loves for people to be thankful for everything he's done. If you want to... Like take some time and think about Chris. Go to Walmart. Two guys picture up on the wall. Go in through the grocery side, grocery entrance. Extra boss hog points if you find a picture and tweet it back to him. <laughs> <laughs> Mason has been slayed. He's. I try not to look at that damn picture. <laughs> but- Nobody can hear you if you don't use the microphone. Do you have any final thoughts, Mason? You're gonna. You bought some more tickets. You're gonna. You wearing your Luke Combs shirt. You're gonna. You were mad about the CMAs for some reason. Did Did Luke Combs get shorted? Is that why you're it's, grumpy? It's just I'm about over. I'm about over award shows. I mean, he rightfully won the one he did. It's just sometimes I wonder. I really do because they both of those artists just they 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 play to a different audience. 
I mean, Chris Stapleton, he's got a he's got a young, older following, and I I Stapleton's probably the best vocalist in country music in the last 15, 20 years. Vocalist. I'm not I'm saying vocalist. He's he's an amazing singer. Awesome live. He and he's not a performer, but he won um a couple awards last night in the same court category as Luke and they just I don't think I don't think they should have swung that away. So you're just grumpy. So I'm grumpy, Sour but groups. Luke ended it with the Entertainer of the Year. So he's following the footsteps of the the goat of Garth. Um, he's got six more to tie Garth. Garth would have more if he didn't pull himself out of the running. He went Bill Elliott and checked out a and most checked popular out. driver. He would. I actually saw an article that um, pre pub well pre um, official voting. Um, everything was leading to Garth getting his eighth if he didn't pull himself out of Entertainer of the Year last year. So, upsetting, whatever. Um, yep, got some snagged him. Well, I had tickets for Luke in Memphis. Uh, sold them. And uh, I found a deal on one. So Do you have I, a favorite Memphis-themed song? Queen of Memphis, Walking walk in, in Memphis. Memphis, yeah. It's time I'm going to sing Memphis. it. I'm going to sing it. When I walk in there, I'm going to send you guys a video. All right. If I don't... <laughs> If There's I a Johnny Cash excited. song that's Memphis related too, I believe. The Shoe Shine Boy, I think. That's uh, God. Uh, 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 something about shoes, I guess. Rhythm, I rhythm, get rhythm. Yeah, that's a that's a Memphis yeah. song. Oh, get a rhythm when you get the yeah. But no, we'll head down there next weekend. Boy, It'll be a good time. Slow down. Eight hour yeah. drive. Yeah. So hmm. nice, Joey. You're awesome, man. Oh, thanks, dude. Anything else we forgot? I there's so much going on with you that I tried to hit. I tried to catch the highlights. <laughs> No, man, everything, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's it. I'd say um, for all your great listeners out there, I know there's probably a big tie into motorsports and IndyCar, and um, if you want some more conversation, uh, you know, me and Connor do Speed Street once a week now, and uh, we're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and uh, on my YouTube channel, the video version as well, Joey Molinero, you can subscribe there. So we're having fun, and we appreciate you guys, and I appreciate you, uh, Jeremiah and Dakota and Mason and Zach, for always being so kind, supportive, and having me out here and um yeah i'm looking forward to 2022 and some more trips and and great times going to some races big stuff coming up mm-hmm. captain connor d squared i just wanted to say really quick that we don't point it out enough or very often that we do have also have a youtube channel uh, <laughs> where you can listen to all of the audio episodes if you prefer to listen to things on youtube like if you have youtube premium but you don't have like spotify premium and you get Spotify ads mixed with our ads, then YouTube, you're not going to have that problem if you have the premium. So, you know, but that option is always available. Um, and also, like, uh, subscribe, like the show, leave us reviews and things. All those things help out all of uh, the social media help out algorithms. The reach. So. Yeah, and the algorithm. It lets yeah. people know, hey, yeah. people like this show. You should listen to it, too. People get right. bumped up. It's That's important. Right. It's important for this show. It's important for Speed Street. So remember that. The algos. You got to fall. That's all I got. I had a little thing for Patreon I'm going to bring up now. I think fall cleanup is a total scam. I watched. I worked fall from home. Cleanup? Fall cleanup. The, the leaf blower guys. The people that are that are worried about all the crap that's coming down in your yard. This is probably Dakota. You're probably out there shoveling leaves every day. No worry. Man, screw that. But I, I, got, I see people with their damn leaf blowers every day in my neighborhood. 
So cleaning, you're, cleaning up their, they're, they're just wasting effort. You're big. Just let it sit. Just, and just let just it sit. And once yep. they all come down, then run it over with your mower. I, that's to say, I, I do the I, same thing with leaves as I do with the dog shit. Oh God! Well, that you're run a terrible it over dog with owner. the mower. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah. Not going to your yard. Not going to your house. Yeah, I can tell you where it is. Hey, hey Mason's all... having a cookout. You want to come by? Nope. Stay on the deck. Not doing nope. that. I do mulch the backyard a couple of times. Like you just got a because, forest back there, though. Just because we go, no, not in my fenced-in area. Okay. Um, just because that's where we hang out at. Like we hang out over there, but like the rest, where all my trees are, and the I got a bunch of trees in the in front, front yard the when the leaves are still coming down. You're not out there every day with the leaf, yeah. the leaf blower blowing no, stuff I, to the street. I wait the rest, bagging of the, them up. Yeah, the rest of the yard, except for my fenced-in area where we hang out. The rest of it, I just let it go until. They're ninety percent down, and it's a nice day. And then I just spend a few hours uh, mulching them, and I like blow out the landscaping beds and stuff where the leaves have accumulated around plants and things. I'll blow it out there so that I can mulch those. But that's the extent. That's all of you it. do. Tell you what, I came home um, Sunday afternoon from Brown County, spend the weekend hunting, and my neighbor had leaf blowed my whole yard. I was like, "What? Yeah." I was like, Dad, did you leaf blow? He said, you think I'd bring my ass over there to leaf blow? I said, well, that's why I asked. But my yard had no leaves in it. I had leaf blown a couple days before, but leaves had fallen since. Cover the yard back up. I go out there. All of them sitting in the yard. Neighbor's yard's leaf blown. I just think it's my a, a giant blown. waste of time because you, 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 you get a windy day like today and you got rid of all yours. Now you got your neighbor's leaves. Mowed, what the hell's the point? I mowed my yard today. Mostly I like scalped it. In hopes that the wind would take the leaves to other people's yards. <laughs> to eliminate like, the resistance. Yeah, eliminate the resistance. <laughs> I think it's and a- then it rained. So I mowed my yard at 11 and then went to eat lunch, came back. You not only can't tell, the leaves are all, there's more leaves in my yard now than there were before I, after I, like before I mowed. My yard looks worse and I mowed a whole layer of leaves. I think it's a power complex when it comes to leaf blowers. Yeah. You know, you ever felt the power you feel when you had the, you know, especially the backpack one. Yeah. You got one of those. And as soon as you turn it on, those leaves just go flying. It's all clean. I think people are just like desperate to feel that power. It's fun. It's just people hiding from their wives. (laughs) That's what it is. I got to go leaf blow the leaves. It's a, it's like three or four weekends of hiding. Can't hear her yell at you. you I couldn't hear you. Uh, The the backpack leaf blower is fun. Like the, the one you buster. hold in your hand, yeah, and it that, vibrates your hand and makes you your tired. shoulder gets tired. You know, you got to keep switching <coughs> arms back and forth. But that backpack, you just can keep going till it's out of gas. If your leaf blower has like a reverse cycle where it just sucks them up, I understand. And then I use a leaf blower. My yard's to clean up. way too big for any of that. Glass, like, grass clippings is the only thing I use it for. Oh. Load off oh. the sidewalk. Start I've with never donuts seen your house. and with grass clipping. Let's not have like mulch. It's, it's, it's like it's very much big. a brand for us. It's Good. like that big. <laughs> it's so. All right. Well, this this show ended with a Peter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. It's over. You guys are awesome. We'll be back next week, and I promise we got an episode of Jesse Riddle complaining about. Uh, I think I think we officially about have it dogs. scheduled. He's going to complain about service animals, and I can't wait. <laughs> we'll see you all then. <laughs>